Mom Talk Radio. We know behind every soldier, sailor, airman, and marine is the family supporting them. With over 200 episodes in 17 countries, over five seasons, with three million monthly listeners, we are Radio Strong. Now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. This is Sandra Beck, and today we are talking about finding your unique superpower. Now, this is a little bit different um, from the things that we normally do. We're going to talk about not only giving our kids something to look up to, but finding our own superpower as a parent, as a working professional, as, um, you know, what we teach our kids and what we is really what we teach ourselves. We can only teach what we know, and I'm so excited to have Stephanie Dumont here today because she's a leading executive and empowerment coach from San Diego. And for 18 years, she successfully helped clients turn ambition and talent and objective into profits. Now, we're going to wrap this around the family. We're going to wrap this around the mom who works in and out of the office, the dad who works from home or, you know, might be a real estate agent or an independent contractor because kids model what we do. And even if you don't have kids, you can model for everyone around you your unique superpower. So Stephanie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Sandra. It's an honor to be with you this morning. It's so much fun. And I'm all into superpowers because we're huge, you know, we are huge, huge superhero fans in our house from Batman to Superman. I like Aquaman. I know everybody makes fun of Aquaman. (laughs) But... I used to throw water balls. I grew up on the shores of Canandaigua Lake in upstate New York near the Canadian border, and it was freezing. And I used to go down underwater, and I would try to pull the water ball to throw it at a fish, and then I would go under and try to call the fish. I mean, you know, I don't think I ever called a fish, and I never mastered the art of throwing water balls to knock out, you know, the bad guys. But it shaped my belief that, we all have something unique and special. And even yes. though as a kid I tried to be Aquaman, because there's really, yeah. I don't even know if there's an Aqua woman. But, you know, my swim trophies, too, only had men in, you know, they only had boys in, in shorts, like little bathing suit trunks. I didn't realize right. until I turned about 10 that that's when I got girl trophies with braids. Up and right. down, all my trophies were boys. Um which, you know, I never I never noticed that until, you know, I was cleaning out my mom's house after she died, and I found a whole box of my old trophies. I'm like, wow, they gave me boy trophies as a kid. You right. know, but that's, you know, and it's so interesting because it's about our beliefs. Yeah, absolutely. It's about our beliefs. You know, I, I this applies, what we're talking about today applies to everybody and everything, um, because I believe that each one of us came into this world to share our unique talents and gifts. That's that's one of the big reasons I think we're here. That and love. And, you know, some of us are aware of these traits and skills, these superpowers, so to say. Um, we're, we're more aware of them when we're young, just like you were talking about, right? When you remember mm-hmm. swimming in the lake and doing these things. We're aware of them when we're young, but we don't necessarily... Uh, you know, hone in on them or follow them because, you know, we're told that 
those things are just for kids or uh, you won't make money with that or uh, even like it's not a real job. Like you could never really make money, you know, with with what you deem as your unique skills and talents and gifts. Well, so, and we're brainwashed you know, by marketing, you know, you know, right. let's be real from the time, you know, like I look at my 11 year old and my 14 year old and they're like, you got to go to space camp. If you want to do this, you got to go to science camp. You know, right now we're arguing over this $3,000 science camp for a week. You know, I wanted to kill oh. my school district for handing out these packets. Cause you know, they come home and the kids really want to do it. And it like three grand for a single mom, soul supporting two kids, not happening, but we are brainwashed to think this way is the only way you go to do this program you pay for this you wear these clothes i mean from everything from the sneakers on our feet up to our higher education we are given advertising messages as to what should be and what makes a good whatever exactly and the other i was just talking about this concept the other day cuz i was talking to one of my clients and she was talking about going to get yet another degree so that she could, you know, hopefully do, hopefully do what she wanted to do. And, you know, we, we think that we have to have all these different credentials. And like you said, we're brainwashed to think we have to have all these things that we, we may, may or may not. I mean, there's a lot of uh, young people, you know, ha- that can't find a job in our country that have very high degrees, that have master's degrees, and, and they can't find a job. So, um, you know, we have to identify um, our most unique uh, talents, skills, and gifts. And the thing about that is that we're, we're never really taught how. And, we, you know, unless we're in the right environment, we're really not, uh, you know, ever even asked this question. So, no. you know, I, I, was, I was told this when, when I first went into coaching when I was, you know, young in like 19, let's say 1998, when I first went into the field of coaching, it was still considered quackery at that time. Yes. It hadn't been measured or studied. And I mean, I remember my own mother-in-law, she used to look me in the face and say, you know, when are you going to get a real job? And, you know, so we also have a lot of, of, of challenges and obstacles in front of us when we're trying something new or we're establishing something new or going into a new field um, because sometimes we don't know how to match our talents and skills and gifts into a certain field. So we, we, we think that we only have options like A, B, and C, and, and we're not honing in on, okay, let's really, let's stop Um, Let's check in and let's take a look at, you know, like number one, what are what are people telling you that you're good at? This is this is a big, you know, hint of what some of your unique superpowers might be is to look at, you know, all through our life. People tell us, wow, you you know, you've got you've got a gift of communication or, uh, you know what, how did you understand that? Because you were, you were able to explain that to me into a way, you know, I've never heard it explained before. So, you know, each of us have our own way of doing things, and people tell us throughout our life that we're good at something, um, but we, we're really not paying attention to it. So, so part of finding your unique superpower is like looking back on your life and thinking about and even writing down you know, what do people tell me that I'm good at? Well, and I'm going to give you a flip side, too. And, you know, this might make me sound like the worst mother ever. But, what? you know, I've got a kid that doesn't shut up. 
I mean, he, every thought he has in his head comes out his mouth. And I was thinking about him the other day. I took him into my office just to run around and play. You know, he's only 11, so he's not, you know, he's, he's kind of formed, but he's not fully formed yet. But he was up there, <laughs> and he ran in my the training room that's right across from my office, and he's like, Mom, I'm going to teach a class in math. And so he taught a class in math to imaginary students, and he had the whiteboard and the marker. And I just oh, sat and watched there from my office, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, he would be the best teacher because he could talk all day long. And he wow. could, you know, he's kind of like Cliff Clavin, you know, everything he reads in a book. Hey, Mom, did you know that a cow has four <laughs> stomachs? Like, oh, my God, and the cow goes in this one, and then it chews it, and it burps it up, and it farts out the methane. And, <laughs> you know, it's not everything. Yeah, it's nonstop. Um, yeah, but he's gonna be—he's gonna be amazing one day, like you said. I mean, there, those—that is a skill. That is right. a talent, and and that will be with him throughout his life. You know, also as we go along, what there are certain things that each of us understand so well, like that we understand things that other people can't understand, and and we see things so clearly. And there are things that bring us like extreme joy and, and that, that actually there are things that we do also that give us energy back. Like when I do a coaching session, I, I get off my calls and I'm, I'm high as a kite. Okay. I mean, it's crazy. My husband just goes, okay, honey, I know you're excited. And you know, I have this, I come up and I went, Oh my God, I had such a great mastermind group and this happened and this happened and it was so great. And you know, so your unique superpower will actually give you energy. Did you know that? You know, I, I didn't know that, but when I, when I, while you were talking, I was thinking about it and it's like, you know what? My unique superpowers are what gets me up in the morning. Tell me more about that. Well, you know, I, I love to, I guess I'm not so different than my little guy. I love to share what I've learned and uh. Sometimes I wake up, you know, in the morning and I'm, you know, watching something on TV or I'm reading something, you know, that's my quiet time in the morning before the kids get up. It's like my time and I can't wait to share it. I'm bursting to share it. So it's no surprise that I'm on the radio. I'm, you know, training in corporate environments on, on things. So um, that desire to, it's not so much a desire to talk. And it's a desire to share. So my whole career has been around, you know, information technology, you know, the selling yeah. and buying and selling and trading of information, whether it's on a radio show, a television show, whether it's in the, within the corporate training arena or within the author sphere. So, you know, the superpower that wakes me up in the morning and goes, I can't wait to tell somebody this. How I tell it through a book, a radio, or a TV show is very different modalities, but it's all the same thing. So teaching, what I hear is teaching is a value to you. And so our values, you know, our values get us up and our, our values are, help us live fulfilling lives. And these are some of what we would identify also as our superpowers is living a life that's based, you know, that, that, that is from a foundation of, of our values, our personal values. So teaching is a value to you. And that's definitely one of your, you know, USPs. That's what gets you up in the morning is you have information that you've learned and you're driven to share this information. 
And, you know, you and I are, we've said this before, we've got a lot in common. And I'm the same way. If I read something and, you know, you and I were just talking a few minutes ago that, you know, when we know better, we do better. And we read something, we want other people to be able to do better, too. So we just naturally want to share this information. And, you know, that's that's fantastic that you know that about yourself. Excellent. Um, i got to take us to commercial break. We're visiting today with Stephanie Dumont. Stephanie, how can people find you? Uh, You can go to our website. I have a fantastic blog called Conscious and Carefree. It's the letter B, carefree.com. The letter B, carefree.com. According to state troopers, here's what not to do when you get pulled over. Don't be a lachrymist and start crying right away. It doesn't help. But if you're under 20, crying won't be held against you. Don't ask for a break. Don't yell or start any argy-bargy. And one trooper said, if they're going to flirt with me to get out of a ticket, it would probably insult my intelligence. But unfortunately, I don't get hit on all that often. So flirting or being a gill flirt won't work. Did you know that 15% of all drivers get 76% of all traffic tickets? And the odds of winning if you challenge a traffic ticket in court are 1 in 3. So what should you do when you get pulled over for speeding? Be courteous to the officer and most of all, be honest. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. With Thanksgiving only a few weeks away, it's time to reinforce healthy habits in your daily life. We all know that holiday weight gain is a fact for many Americans, but it doesn't have to be. Enjoying the wonderful holiday season from Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's is tremendous, and you can definitely revel in the activities of the season, but not refrain from your healthy lifestyle. Use these upcoming weeks to fortify healthy eating and daily exercise habits. By ramping up your working out and nutritious low-calorie eating, you can strengthen your resolve of leading a healthy life and maintaining a trim weight. Now is the time to make clear eating goals and daily activity a part of your stick-to-it attitude that will carry you now and through the holiday season. I'm Annette Hammond. Like us on Facebook at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm visiting today with Stephanie Dumont, and we're talking about superpowers. We're talking about our superpowers, Mm -hmm. how to develop superpowers in our children. And if you're like me and you work with a lot of millennials, they become like your children, and you develop them uh, the same way, love, kindness, and firmness. So I'd love Mm -hmm. to know how you tied, you know, this unique superpower in together with, you know, from your corporate experience. Yeah, well, so in 1998, I was actually hired. I was so fortunate. I was hired as a corporate coach for a motivational company in San Diego. And I helped people identify, help my clients identify their unique service principles. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that again. Uh, I helped them identify unique service principles. And these were services or skills that they could provide to clients better than anyone else. 
So at that time, I was coaching uh, realtors, lenders, and financial planners. And that's a very competitive market. They were all, you know, a lot of them that were outside of this company, you know, are in competition with each other. And so they were really studying, like, what was it about them? How could they provide service in a way that no one else could or in a way that they really knew how to do better than their competitors at that time. So that's how that's where I came up with the finding your unique superpower was in teaching my clients at that time how to identify their unique service principles. Okay. Um so so your listeners challenge today if if they choose to accept it is to to not only identify their USP but to learn to articulate their USP to others. Okay, so to, to, to talk about it more and to learn to share about it with others. You know, this, this goes with a, a marketing concept in business. Have you ever heard the marketing concept, the purple cow? Well, I can do, if I ever saw a purple cow, I never hope I see one. But if I saw a purple cow, I'd rather see than be one. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't think that's the one you're talking about. That's not the one I'm talking about. But the concept I'm talking about, this is a really popular marketing concept, the purple cow. And this is, and because if you're driving down the street, right, and you, you just, you're see, you have a sea of black and white cows uh, on the sides of the street, depending on where you live. And then all of a sudden you see this purple cow, you know, you would like immediately slow on your brakes and you would like go what what's going on you would you would inquire about it you may even like get out of your car and like look at it you'd just be like oh my gosh i've never seen anything like this before so this is this is a marketing strategy that ties into finding your unique superpower and tying into identifying your unique service principles in that you have to set yourself apart from everybody else. And that's the purple cow. Got it. Got it. So that's the purple cow concept. So, you know, in regards to our kids in this subject, you know, for the, for the moms listening, you know, here's another big piece is that we tell our kids to go and be someone in the world, right? That's what we do as, as good parents. We say, you know what? I want you to thrive. I want you to excel. I want you to experience life. I want you to travel and meet new people and, and experience new cultures and, and, you know, and live a happy life and to, you know, be prosperous. And so we, we tell our kids to go out and be someone in the world. And then, you know, a lot of us end up not following our own advice, Right. And right. And so this this really gets me, Sandra. I, I struggle with this a lot with people because a lot of people uh, stay in jobs that they're really unhappy with for a long time. And, you know, it puts stress on them and it puts stress on our family or you know, you talk to somebody about some of their hobbies, for example, and they and they and when someone talks about their hobbies, have you ever noticed that they like come alive? Oh, yeah. What lights you up? You know, what lights you up? What blows your skirt up? What blows? (laughs) That's a beautiful way to say it. I love it. So you know, so I, I really, for listeners today, I, I just want to kind of encourage you to look at what lights you up, and and you know, and also to document it, to take the time to figure out, 
you know, who you are today, because, you know, who you are today is very different than who you were six months ago or five years ago, right? Huge. Huge. We're different. The world is changing so fast. And we have to keep up with the world. We, we're changing, too. Our, our, our kids are developing, and, you know, they're moving up and moving on and going into these different stages of development. And these adults have this kind of, like, a default assumption that, that you know, well, this is the work I've always done, or, or this is how I've always been, and so I'm just going to be this way, you know, for the rest of my life. Right. And that's not how it works, it's not how it works. Our, our society, you know, our world is changing at like rocket speed right now. And, you know, and that makes us change. You know, I'm a sociologist and a sociologist uh, studies the person's effect on society. And then it, it studies the society's impact on the person. And so, yeah, and it's really that sociology just it blew my skirt up, man. When I was sitting in a sociology class with my professor um, and my couple of my mentors, it explained life to me in a way that I had never heard it explained before. And I it put pieces of the puzzle together for me that just explained how everything worked. So, you know, we have to find that for ourselves and we have to look at, you know, I encourage your listeners to go, you know, I'm going to take some time to explore, um, you know, I'm going to make a list, you know, here, here's something that your listeners can do that's really practical and easy. When you're exploring your skills, talents, and gifts, make a list of all the things that you enjoy doing. Now, I, I know this sounds elementary, but the things that we enjoy doing in the past and the things that we enjoy doing today um, are different, right? Well, and let me, can I just chop in for a second here Absolutely. and tell, if you're listening today and you can't come up with anything, because if you had asked me this stuff like five years ago when I was in the midst of the divorce, my mom just yeah. died and I was knee deep in raising kids and then working, you know, to support us. Yeah. If you asked me what my favorite drink was, I couldn't answer you. And I would have felt so defeated by this. But I just want to mm -hmm. let people know out there, there are some of you out there that are so overstretched that just yeah. the concept of doing this is like I wouldn't even know where to begin. And so take it easy on yourself. You know, not all of us can sit down and identify. And quite frankly, if we could self-identify this stuff, we wouldn't be on the show listening to this topic. Right. Right. Uh, so that's true. So, you know, in regards to that, um, I would say even taking note of the small things that bring you joy. And I know you and I have talked about this before. When people are overstretched, you need to incorporate little tiny things that bring you joy. Um, you know, my biggest one that I love is music. So, you know, we can listen to music and that can occupy, you know, the the left side of our brain so that we can actually, forgive me, it occupies the right side of our brain so that we can better focus and concentrate. So just playing music and, you know, if, if a mom is doing a task, for example, 
or when I have to prepare for something, when I'm writing a lecture or I'm preparing for, uh, you know, a presentation, I will put on certain music and I actually play the same exact music and it literally tells my brain that it's go time. Wow. And I play the same couple of albums over and over again. And, and interestingly enough, um, I, I thought, you know, I kind of questioned myself about it. I thought, well, gosh, Stephanie, aren't you going to branch out and listen to something else? But there was something about this music that I identified, you know, several years ago. And when I put on this one CD, I just, it, my brain went to creation mode. Wow. And so, yeah, it's it's so powerful. And so now I sit down and if I have to concentrate and, you know, I've got dishes in the sink, unfortunately, that I need to get to or my kids, you know, I've got, you know, certain tasks that are pulling me away and I just need to focus and concentrate. I put on music and that can help a lot. So identifying these things, um, I use aromatherapy a lot. You know, you and I have talked about this in the past, where when I'm working with clients or leading mastermind groups, I will light a certain candle, and the candle is like a citrus smell. And so the citrus, again, it, it's, it's, it's olfactory. It tells my senses to kind of wake up and to focus and pay attention, and it kind of lets me know that I'm going into gear this way. So there's little things that we can do to build up to this. If someone can't sit down and just make a list of, uh, you know, the things that they enjoy doing at one time, or just if you think of something, write it down. And just like, you know, you can just keep a tally, but you don't have to do it all at once. You don't have to take an hour to do it. So, well, and I find like, you know, when you had me, you know, when I've done an exercise like this, I just keep a little post-it by my desk. And when I, when things yes. pop in, you know, I, it pops in like, you know what, I would really like to be doing this right now. Or I, you know, like this or, you know, just real simple. It's, you know, none of this stuff has to be like massive effort. No, not at all. And so th what, what happens is, you know, for me, like great ideas come into my head and then they have a tendency to fly right out. I don't, you know, I don't necessarily do an internal note to self. It, it comes very fast and furious. So I'm a believer that we have to capture, if we can, when we can, these ideas that come into our heads or else they're like missed opportunities. Right. So, you know, for me, like when I'm in a conversation with some somebody and, and they say something, um, my brain will identify it as, oh, gosh, that would be a great blog post. I got to write about that. And so sometimes I'll even say, can, can you hold on one second? And I will actually now take, take a note sometimes or I'll jot it down during the conversation. And another thing that happens for me, and this might happen for moms and, you know, business people alike, is that I get these streams of consciousness in the shower. Do you wow. get great ideas in the shower? No, but I get them in the bathtub. And I'm going to oh, take go. us to commercial break. We will be back uh, after these messages. We're here with Stephanie Dumont, and we're going to give you all sorts of great advice on how to develop some of these different skill sets. We'll be back after the break. Your success awaits after these messages. It's merging. 
laughter was such good medicine, ancient Greek physicians sent their patients to visit comedians to be healed. In the 1300s, surgeon Henry D. Mondeville used to tell jokes to his patients in the recovery room. Dr. Mondeville must have been a bit of a vitzel such. That's a person who tells jokes and no one ever laughs. We laugh six times more when in the company of another person than we do by ourselves, and 30 times more when we are in a group. Laughter isn't under our conscious control. If you've ever started cackinating at school, in church, or at a funeral, you know what I'm talking about. Cackinating is another word for uncontrollable laughter. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. There are many positive things about growing older. Having more wisdom and a more relaxed attitude are just a few of the benefits. But one downside of aging is a decline in lean muscle mass. All of us lose valuable muscle as we grow older, which leaves some of us weaker and more prone to injury. The solution is weightlifting. Livestrong states that for people over 50 years of age, weight training can be a great way to build muscle mass, boost strength, and improve certain medical problems. According to the American College of Sports Medicine, adults under 65 should lift weights two days per week, while those over 65 should weight train two to three days per week. Weightlifting builds muscles and bone and keeps you strong. For the Fitness Minute... I'm Annette Hammond, keeping you healthy, happy, and fit. Hey, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm visiting today with Stephanie Dumont, and we are talking about superpowers. So, Stephanie, when we had to go to break, you were talking a little bit about, um, you know, developing these and identifying them. And, you know, you get your ideas in the shower. I get my ideas in the bathtub, um, mostly because when I go in the bathtub, my dad and my kids don't bother me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and, and there's something there's something really powerful about water. Uh, I, I'm finding out more and more. I, I, a friend of mine who's a big swimmer and and also gets a lot of ideas in the ocean. Um, I think he was recommending a book called like like Blue Ocean, and it talks about how you know when we go into water, we're immersed in water that you know it, we just really kind of go into this different state, almost like more of a a, a beta state. And, um, and we're just open to suggestion. And so I was telling you that, that lately I, I end up running out of the shower sometimes because my ideals are so clear and I, you know, I'm dripping wet. And so I told my husband he has to buy these things called aqua notes. There are notes yeah, that you can put in your shower, and there's a waterproof pencil, I guess, that attaches to it, and you can take notes. I'm just so excited about that concept. That is. Right? It would be fun for kids, too. If you're, if you're, you know, we spend a lot of time bathing our kids and, you know, the kids in the bathtub. And that would be fun for them, too, is, is you know, having fun with them and creating some stuff together in the bathtub. So another thing that you can do, and for people that, that have a little bit of difficulty just coming up with the things that they perceive are their talents and gifts. Another good thing is that you can make a list of the people you admire. Have you ever done that? 
you know. Yeah. So you can make a list of people you admire. And again, one person at a time. You can think about somebody that, that you look up to that's a superhero for you, right? That has that you identify as someone who has unique superpowers and take note about it. And so um, what you can do is to make a list of all these people that you admire. And, you know, I have to tell you something. When I was making my list, um, because these were interviews that I was planning on doing in the future for Conscious and Carefree, and I was thinking about the people that really shaped me, like the people that kind of were big influencers for me. Um, It took me a while. Um, I was just trying to come up with my top 20, and I was thinking, like, who are the people – Um, that I admire so much and that people that really influenced me in my life. So that's a really great thing for your listeners to do Um, because what they'll find is once you get a list of, you know, five to ten people that you admire, then you could think about what is it about those people. You know, what are their unique superpowers? And a lot of times what you'll find is when you admire someone else's unique superpowers, that those superpowers and service principles could very well be your own. Mm. So it's really, really powerful. This was great for me because I, I made this decision recently um, in doing interviews that, you know, I was really, I was excited about interviewing the people that had influenced me the most in my life and this was just really important to me i wanted to think about like you know who have i listened to the most who's taught me the most who have i studied who have i read about um or that may be like a grandfather like my grandfather for example to this day is one of the greatest men i've ever known i feel so fortunate to have been his granddaughter because he just exemplified these traits and characteristics of just a really outstanding human being so, well, and it even works for TV and movie characters. Yes, like when you were saying yes. that, I was thinking, like, you know, like, yes, I love Aquaman, but if I had to be any superhero, would I want to be, you know, you'd think I'd want to be Wonder Woman, but I wouldn't. I would want to be Batman because Batman had all the cool toys, and I'm totally gadget girl. I'm, you know, tech background, and I love to get technology to do things. And then, you know, my son, my older son, who's just like me, he is a huge Batman fan, models after Batman. And then my other one models after spider-man and he's the one that's literally crawling the walls he's my little dancer he plays soccer he's moving all the time and you know batman doesn't really move that much it's kind of my older kid i mean so like i could see i could draw those corollaries with what we like to do our personalities and our energy levels right there just by making a list absolutely it's that's you know it's really interesting that you just shared that about you know I guess it would be really good for somebody to say which superhero specifically that they resonate with the most. Um, and, you know, when I was and in why? 1990, and why, and why, exactly. Uh, in 94, I was a teacher's assistant in the classroom, and I was looking to uh, teach learning to learn skills, if you can believe it, uh, for a company. And... Um, I was I was in a classroom with they were I think first graders and the first graders would come into the room and they were all really uncomfortable and they didn't know what to do with themselves and and you know I was watching them 
And, you know, during this experience, I thought to myself, you know, wouldn't it be great if they could read a story or if their parents could talk to them about all the things that they have to look forward to in their first day of school? And I came up with this character and I invented this character and her name is Positive Penelope. And so I I wrote my first story about this character who was, you know, at night she was getting ready for her first day of school the next day. And she was talking about all the things that her mom was talking about, all the things that she could look forward to. And you're going to make new friends and you're going to have this great teacher and she's going to teach you about the world and, you know, all these things. And so I had to create a character myself that was my superhero and I and I continued to develop this character and you know I'm now doing some things with that I've since recorded some music um and and you know I wrote a whole series of books so you know sometimes we need to you know create this ourselves sometimes it doesn't exist you know, our, our unique skills and talents and gifts. We, it's not, it's not, we don't see it out there. We, we haven't noticed it enough. And so that's part of the, the gift too, is that we can, we can create something. We can create something new that hasn't been created yet. Well, so and I we can wanna... also, yeah, I love that. Cause we can also use it to get through tough times. Yes. Um, they really like, you know, like I have this, I have this you know, like massive collection of Batman t-shirts. I have them in pink. I have them in red. I have them, you know, in the traditional black and gold. And when I was uh, going through my divorce and my mom was dying, I would put on a, you know, how I, like sometimes you wear a t-shirt under a sweater or a t-shirt under a, a, a blouse and a jacket, you know, just because you yeah. don't want to sweat through your good clothes. Um, yeah. So when I was going to court or going to the hospital or going to hospice, I would put on my Batman t-shirt. And it was, you know, they were little teeny soft, tiny ones, you know, like the tiny baby T-shirts. And I would put those on and the bat shield would cover my heart and I would feel like I can, I am protected. I am Batman. I can do this. And I'm a grown woman. It's not like I'm some 10-year-old kid doing this, but it was a way that I could prepare myself, you know, almost like a soldier puts on a uniform, you yes. know, a policeman puts on a uniform. I put on my little superhero shirt underneath my clothes because I had to look professional. Or sometimes I would wear my Batman necklace or I have a Batman watch. Yes. And I would use that to give myself strength. And I know people lean on faith. I lean on faith, too. Um, But there's no reason you can't wear a Batman T-shirt and a cross or a Star of David or whatever it is you practice. Um, Those little things allow us to anchor on something other than our fear. Yes, that's really important. Those are called talismans. Yeah, talismans. Yeah, talismans. And, you know, it's so funny because I I belong to a, a goddess group, and we use talismans a lot. So you can use gems, like like crystals and gems, and I know that can be a little airy-fairy for people, um, but you have to find what works for you. You know, what works for some people doesn't work for others. I love the Batman t-shirt concept, Sandra, yeah. honestly. And, and the other thing that you can use yeah. with the bat signal, because I'm just, I'm just going to go off on Batman today. Yeah, um, I love it. But I have friends from around the world, and I can't keep up with them but they are my core girls there's one in england one in israel you know we all went to school together and then we you know we obviously were from different countries so we went back to our home countries and hard to see each other but if we use if we put up the bat signal as our facebook i know to call them 
If I oh throw up gosh. the bat signal instead of my profile, when my friends see that I put up the bat signal, <gasps> I will get like 10 phone calls, 10 emails, what's up, and I can say, this is what's going on in my life. Girls, I need support. I need help. And, you know, you rally the troops. Just like, you know, in Gotham City, they put up the bat signal. Um yep. You can have fun with this in your life, not only with your kids, but with your friends. And so yep. if you put up the gemstone, then your friends on Facebook, the ones who knew what the symbol meant, would know to reach out. And, you know, it's just super fun. It's like being superheroes and, and secret agents in our own lives. I love that concept so much. It's it's so incredible, Sandra, because you read my mind. You actually took us into this next point that I was going to make and how important it is for us to surround ourselves, just like you said, with our core girls or our core people, that to surround ourselves as much as we possibly can with people who are, you know, superheroes in their own lives with people who get us with people who are helping us to expand and helping us to be in solution versus problem i mean this is this is really key what you just hit on and you know we need to surround ourselves with people who are doing it like who are walking their talk mm-hmm. uh, people who are speaking it and and people who can just help us to reach higher um, and it's so important for us to just make a commitment to this at any point in our life. You know, we really need to kind of assess, like, who are we spending time with? Are these people multiplying our unique skills, talents, and gifts, or are they actually subtracting? Are right. they just like this big energy suck? And I love what you said, too, about reaching out in a way that only you and your core girls know about. That you can ask each other for assistance or that you can say, hey, I really need to have a conversation with somebody. And and you don't have to go on Facebook and just say, you know, I see people share this stuff on Facebook. I feel so bad for them because they're just like, oh, my gosh, I, uh, you know, I'm having the worst day. You know, please, someone. And it's just this cry for help. And I love the idea of having this, like, secret code uh, that you can have with people, um, you know, a picture of the T-shirt, um, you know, Anything. I used to, We're going yeah, to go to commercial break now. Uh, yeah. We're visiting today with Stephanie Dumont. We're going to be back with more tips and tricks on how to work with the group because no one's in it alone and it takes a village. We'll be back after the break. Your success awaits after these messages. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. This is the Tokinet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. 
Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. We're here with Stephanie Dumont, and we're talking about, I guess we're talking about unique ways to team build and creating your super team. You know, that's kind of, I'd like to talk a little bit about that, you know, um, you know, before we get into things in other depth. You know, one of the things we talked about was me putting up my bat signal when I needed my core girls or my, you know, my friends to contact me instead of putting up a weepy post that I'm having trouble and getting 56 people thinking I'm a basket case. Um, So... One of the interesting things about the unique superpower concept is when I was on break, I was thinking about the five or six girls that are in what I call my core girls, the girls I go to, my go-to girls. When I'm in trouble, when I can't figure something out, when I can't make a decision and I need them to weigh in, I realize they all have different superpowers. They're all different. We are like the Justice League, you know. (laughs) And developing your own justice league is is huge because you've got somebody who has great personal strength you might have the gadget girl you know great personal strength might be superman and then you have you know the the um uh batman who's the tech gadget you know and the logical thinker you know the the c in the group in the disc profile you know you look at these things and you can also help your kids to develop their own team you know their own group of friends that that really are are there to support them and you know like interlocking puzzle pieces we all lock together um and doing this in your team building you know giving people a superhero name or saying you know like you know sean in my office like he's he's the 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 tech god the tech guru so you know he could be batman and you know you could have some fun with this but you're also honoring the person's unique gifts by giving them but nobody wants to be aquaman i'll just put that out there um we're honoring people and their unique gifts by giving them these roles that they can excel at Yes, I love that. And and you know what is really important, too, is to when you identify somebody's gift, like you were saying, Sean, in your office, tell him what he is good at. No, it's this is this is going to sound simple, people, but it's really we just don't do it. It's simple, but not easy. Just say, gosh, Sean, I just I love how you took the bull by the horns. You really know how to do whatever it was that they did right imagine if we all walked around right in our society and we had an experience with somebody like you know i'm the type of person that that if i am at a store and i have an exceptional customer service experience i will take that minute 
to go to the manager of the store and just say, you know what, Joe over there just kind of blew my mind. Mm. He, he, you know, give him some attention or give him a raise. So this is, it's really simple. And you just, you just make a decision that you're going to start doing this. And then you can help other people to expand their talents and skills and gifts by telling them what they're doing right for you. Mm. Because we're really good to say, oh yeah, you really messed up. And we do this with our kids. We do this with our spouse. We do this with, you know, people in public. You know, we're we're angry when somebody doesn't serve us in the way we want. And we're, we just, we've never really been taught to say, you know what, you just still did a really great job with this. Or, you know what, I really appreciate when you speak to me this way. Or, you know, it's just really simple. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a, a mitzvah or a gift that you can give someone just by identifying, like you said, these superpowers that they're exemplifying, you know, pointing them out. That's really important. And, you know, I cannot overemphasize what you were talking about when we got on about building this team. So, um, you know, in the mastermind groups that I work with, um, often these women, you know, they will or won't know each other. Some know each other a little bit, but they've never worked together in this type of format. And um, they work together for extended periods of time. The shortest I do a mastermind group is for usually about three months. And they meet once a week for an hour on the phone. And so I I hone this skill with my mastermind group members in helping them to uh, figure out what their niche is. This is really important with a group, too, and your tribe and your core girls is sometimes you'll find that, you, you know, you have a niche and then you can help each other kind of develop and expand this niche And, you know, we were talking about marketing and, um, you know, competition in the workplace and and things like that. But um, developing this niche also will help you to expand yourself in those areas. And and so that way you can you can learn how to, to emphasize this niche and to expand on it and you can learn how to use it and it will actually help you develop yourself even more in that area and help Mm -hmm. your team or group develop themselves more in that area. And so when I'm working with the mastermind group, you know, each one of them start to recognize their unique superpowers, their USPs. Mm -hmm. And then the other people in the group kind of pointed out and say, wow, you do this really well. And then they, they kind of go, I do. And it's like, yeah. And then that person starts to kind of build that muscle like you would when you go to the gym and they start to learn more about themselves and they develop it. And then they can do that with the whole group. You could do that with your whole team. That could right. be a team building exercise, right? Or a family building exercise. Or, or a family building exercise. That's right. You could sit down with your family, you know, every Friday night and you can point out, you know, we, we used to do something in my family called an encouragement feast. And yeah, an encouragement feast with our family. And I highly recommend this to, you know, parents listening and you pick a night of the week and you sit down with your family and each of you goes around the circle And points out something that they, you know, that surprised them or that they were pleased about or that kind of made their day even. And um, you share it with the other member of the family. 
and everybody does it for every member of the family. So you take turns and, you know, you would do it about your spouse or, you know, significant other. And then you would do it about each of your children. And then your children do that about you as well. So, and it's very, very powerful. Encouragement feast, even if you could do it once a month, it really makes a strong impact on the family. And another thing I do with my kids, Sandra, often, you know, my kids are teens now. I actually have, um, I have two kids and two wonderful stepkids. I'm very, very fortunate. And I will often sit down with my kids when we're, you know, going somewhere or doing something and, and I will ask them how I can be a better mother. Wow. You ever done that with your kids? Uh, not so much. Cause I, I, you know, like the mine are younger, so they're probably going to be, yeah. the, um, you know, Hey, we can have soda for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could say, or we can do something. Yes. I understand what you're saying. They might surprise you with something like that. Yeah. I, I'm really surprised when I ask my kids on a, I probably ask them like every few months, you know, especially when I'm really super busy. It's a way that I can really hone in and connect with them and let them know how important they are to me. And, and it leaves myself also, it, it's an act of courage mm-hmm. to ask someone how you can be better. And you can do this with a team. You could say, how can I be a better manager? How can I be a better affiliate or a boss? It takes courage to ask because, you know, somebody may give you constructive criticism. So you just have to look at it as, okay, I'm going to choose to be a better person in this moment. And, you know, and I'm going to take this advice. So oftentimes my kids will be just like, um, you know, I maybe to, um, you know, take me here more often. Take me here to do this more often. Or um, I could use your help with an English assignment. So often it's really small stuff. And sometimes I've had my kids just say, um, yeah, nothing. You're, you're doing good. And I'm like, really? There's nothing? And they say, no, there's nothing. So that's really interesting. Yeah, it is. I'm going to, I'm going to fly that. I'm going to figure out a way to phrase it in a way, you know, that's like, you know, age appropriate for each of my kids. But, you know, yeah. Cause I, you know, I could just say like, what do I do that drives you nuts? Yes, uh, you could ask them that, but that you're asking a, a negative question instead of saying, you know, what what do I do with you that really, like you said, flips up your skirt that really right, turns your skirt up? What yeah. Gets, yeah, what gets you really excited that mom does with you? And they might say, oh, you kick the soccer ball with me. You you know uh, you go to my competitions with me, and and we go out for like you said, you know an ice cream cone afterward or something like that. But it just lets our kids know that, that they're important to us and it can let your team know that they're important to you. You can do this with your team. You could do this with your core group. You could do this with your, your spouse. You can do it with anybody. And another great question that really turns people on is asking people, what do you need from me? Hmm. This is another really, it seems like kind of a no-brainer, but it's actually really a brainer because we don't do it. And especially when we're stressed out or we're going, you know, pretty quick, 
um, with our team or with a person we're working with or with your kids, this question can go a long way. Mm. It's just, what do you need from me right now? So it's a really powerful little thing to have in your back pocket. And I want to encourage your listeners to do it. So, um, you know, also, so I want to go back to the superpowers. I know we only have a few more minutes left together. And uh, something else that people can do to identify uh, their unique service principles or their unique superpowers is to identify, find out who you want to help. Because, you know, we, we, we know we want to help, but we don't always know who and we don't always know how. How? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how. So here's another. So we, so we need to identify the causes and the people that we're passionate about helping. This can help us a lot with identifying our superpowers. So mm. I want to encourage your listeners to kind of just gnaw on that, to think about that for a little bit. I love and, that. Stephanie, yeah. go ahead and give, we've only got a minute left before the end of the show. Go ahead and give your, your website again. Uh, we're visiting yes. today with Stephanie Dumont. This is Sandra from Coach Talk Radio. So my, my blog is Conscious and Carefree, and uh, it's B, the letter B, carefree.com. I do one-on-one coaching. I lead mastermind groups over the phone, uh, mostly in Los Angeles, but in San Diego as well. And if you're interested in, in joining our blog, you know, sign up and you can get a free blast each week at the letter B, carefree.com. And if you want to find out more information about what we discussed today, uh, I would love to have a chat with you. BeCarefree.com. We'll be back again. Yep, we'll be back again next week with more insightful information from great thought leaders. Thanks for spending time with us today on Military Mom Talk Radio. We've got more than 200 episodes available to you anytime on iTunes or at our website, MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter. We look forward to another great conversation with you on Military Mom Talk Radio.